aka Padders. Welcome to another wonderful, bright episode of my podcast, The Film Buff. That's me. The Film Buff Podcast, episode 561. Can you... Two amazing things right now. We're at nine for Fast and Furious, and we're also at episode 561. And you guys, all of you out there, all my aka Padders out there, you guys, the army, you guys know... The objective of this show, the objective of me coming to you regularly, is to do every single movie I've ever seen. Let's go. So, we're talking a fantastic franchise, though. One of my favorite, what I consider the best. And if you go on the internet, everyone, everyone, all the smarties, all the people on their high horses, all of the reviewers, they diss the hell out of Fast and Furious. And now the audience, money-wise, money, money, money. Where we at with this? The people have spoken in spending their money on, on Fast and Furious. The budget for this movie, 2021. You gotta remember, this is like a somewhat pandemic, somewhat uh, theater, somewhat rebound movie. Uh, it's amazing that this movie did $726 million worldwide still during the pandemic. Budget, let's just say 225 How... Cast. <laughs> Should we talk about the cast of this movie? This, I mean, there's only one. Look, we have the return of Sung Kang. He died. Now, he dies in Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. This character comes back in this movie. He returns in this movie. Returns it in, 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 in an absolute cool way. Absolute cool explanation. Uh, he's He dies by the hand of Jason Stratham. As we see, uh, pretty much revealed, I believe it was Fast 6, uh, it's revealed that J- Jason Stratham runs him over with two, like two beautiful cars colliding type scene. And then Kurt Russell's Mr. Nobody, who's essentially uh, another James Bond, Ethan Hunt, he runs this spy organization called The Agency. The Agency is way more highlighted in Fast X, our next installment, but he's recruited turned into a super agent to do a couple cool super agent things and this is now the gestation of the franchise the franchise has fully evolved from street racing to high action to spy thriller slash high action people this is why I love this freaking I love this franchise and when it comes to the cast we have we have Vin Diesel Michelle Rodriguez uh Ty Tyrese Gibson Tyrese Roman he is one of my absolute favorite characters of all of these. And then, then we have, look, we have our normal cast of characters. Helen Mirren comes in. She's the mother of Jason Stratham. She uh, is basically a career criminal, but she's also a career super criminal. She has somewhat of a alliance and the friendship of Vin Diesel. That comes into a major play in this movie. But the real highlight is John Cena. And the second major highlight are the flashbacks in this movie because we're finally told Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto we're finally told what happened before we even saw Fast and Furious and and here's the great thing, you can take the flashback scenes of this movie and cut them into their own short film and put them right before Fast and Furious because we know that Dominic Toretto basically hit someone with a wrench hit him too hard that person died and he went to jail and that uh, so 
that kind of begins this giant redemption arc for the character where he is a criminal because he was a criminal uh he was ostracized by society never got the right opportunities and his character becomes a little bit more tragic because you saw that uh, the family and his father and brother jacob toretto john cena they had a direction they were going places they were on the 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 independent indie car circuit all of that stuff the flashbacks alone make this movie the other part that makes this movie is the introduction of john cena because it shouldn't work when i when i found out that john cena was in this movie and who he was playing uh it, it was just like a groan and i couldn't understand just the logic and why they would want to do so it's a low-hanging fruit move to introduce a hidden family member but when it comes to any long-form serialized entertainment secret family members is a part of that soap opera formula but for here it works because you feel the heat between vin diesel and john cena there is a hatred there is an angst between the two now there's things to be revealed about John Cena's character in the next movie. But in this movie, when they fight and when they race against each other, essentially, even though we're within a high action scene, people, you believe it and you want it. And now we also have the evolution of Cypher, Charisse Theron. She's in this movie. It's, it's like only a few scenes. Uh, she's basically either like in a cell or sitting down. And she's the deadliest person you can imagine. It is phenomenal uh, that they're they're able to do with her with as little screen time as they do. When we talk about villains in movies, uh, I really do feel like the Fast and Furious movies. Now, the Transformer movies uh, basically evolved into high-end villains, uh, as well. We don't really acknowledge the villains for Transformers 1 and 2, but 3, 4, and 5 high-end villains that you love them, you hate them, you want to see them on screen, you want to see them fight, you want to see them get beat up, and you're a little bit upset when you guess that when they lose. Dominic Toretto takes out this drone that, uh, it's a gotcha. We think, uh, we think Cypher, Charisse Theron, is, is, is flying this stealth jet <laughs> at the end of the movie, bombing the hell out of everyone. And Vin Diesel basically whiplashes this giant armored vehicle into, <laughs> into what, is then revealed to be a drone and cypher is is remote controlling it cypher lives to lives to fight another day the proper defeat of a villain and the proper carry on because this is an issue that happens with the marvel cinematic universe you kill off too many of your villains you killed off too many people in the first 10 years of of all of those movies and now you're really going to b c and d list villains and they're they're still not landing they're still not developed properly they're still not on screen they're not everything i just described fast and furious introduces villains endlessly doesn't kill them those villains as john cena does turn good they turn a part of the team and now we have this giant rotation of characters we we have great revelations with han and gail gadot where uh we believe gail gadot is to be dead uh, she was, uh, you know, somewhat sucked up in the lifestyle. They tried to have a, a happy ending. Uh, 
these Fast and Furious movies begin with Dominic Toretto attempting to have a happy ending time and time again and this world just keeps sucking him back in. People, it communicates, it sells, uh, it talks to the audience. Uh, it's just like, I just go back when I first watched this movie. It was, it was maybe two years ago, right? I love the flashback scenes. I loved the sequencing. I loved just all the characters, and I just love where it, it, like, it just kept going, and it really didn't stop until the credits rolled. I two years go by. I sit down again. I watch Fast Nine. I'm looking forward to John Cena. I'm looking forward to him fighting Vin Diesel. I want to pay more attention to the flashback scenes and and exactly how they're placed and translated from within the movie. People, it's all there. This movie is nothing but a giant recommendation. And and we have, like, the villain. Who is the, the villain in this movie? Where is it? Look, we even have, like, a Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is the almost like the pit boss, the, the mechanic in the flashbacks. We have Cardi B. Look, people, I don't like a lot. I don't like a lot of Cardi B. I really don't. But her, her scene in this movie, it works. We have Jason Tratham. Okay, through Estrade, Romanian Aldo. He plays Aldo. Okay, this dude is so freaking awesome. He's smoother than Silk, cooler than a cucumber. Great new villain. Uh, bad. Yeah, I forgot too. We have bad bunnies in this movie. I'm just bow wow. Oh yeah. So the other big point of this movie is we do get <laughs> we get Fast and Furious in space, and we have a extended period of time that Roman and Ludacris, Tedge, are in space. They're in space. They gotta take out a satellite. You know, as, as you guys know, they they complete the mission. The individuals assisting them to get into space are, is, is basically are, is, what am I saying? Is our crew from Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. It's fitting that this crew is here. Han's reintroduced. They reunite. Every, you know, Han has all his moments where we're thankful you're not dead. Lucas Black, Sean Boswell. This is our Fast and Furious 3 guy. I only hope. That he is brought into these final two movies. Because I love his character so much. I love his like almost like southern draw accent. I get it people. Fast and Furious in space should not work. But it's it's fun. It's a fun goofy sequence. And why the hell not? Because these guys. <laughs> these guys kind of like you, you have this idea that, that, that they can do it all. And it just really sets up the final act, though. When, when Once we sh- strap a rocket to a car and shoot that into space and have a full sequence out of it, the next movie, we're convinced that they can do anything. And it is a good setup. I feel like so many people miss that point. But I don't know. I guess I'm on the Oscars. I'm, I'm one of the outliers. But Fast and Furious, F9, The Fast Saga... It's legit. I freaking love it. Uh, I would say, like, maybe to rate, because I do love, I love 3 so much. I love 6. I love 7. So it might be like 3, 6, 7, and 9, if I were to, to stack them. AKA Pad here. Rock and roll, guys. Next up, it will be, I'm sorry, you, you guys may have to skip around. 
you guys know I'm on the NBA, NBA, geez, can I say, NBA playoff stick. I want to do more basketball movies. We will have a basketball movie coming to you. Coming up for basketball, Hoosiers and both Space James, Space Jam Legacy with LeBron James will be discussed. I'm trying to work in more because I just get so into it sometimes. I get so into these threads uh i want to watch every single movie i dig up and i do my very best uh i'm so upset that above the ring i mean jeez above the rim is just not available on any of my streaming services so i may have to rent that one that's maybe the one i haven't seen in my entire list but i do want to do things like uh like like the uh, where everyone dresses up uh, drew dr drew i think or good drew or anyway where everyone <laughs> dresses up as an old basketball player including shaq so i don't know people uh, I, I did kind of want to do some shaq movies to honor him during the finals so we got a lot coming hopefully i get to fit it all in i'm hoping we get a long a seven if we get a seven game series I should be able to hit all these movies. I love you guys. Rock and roll. See ya.